Good morning. Good morning and welcome to chapel. My name is Bob Yoder, one of the campus pastors here. I want to welcome you back from spring break at this first chapel service after uh, spring break. I want to just welcome, and, uh, welcome a few guests that we have here on campus. We have um, members of various faith-based service organizations um, seated here in the front and want to welcome you. Feel free to stand. Give them a welcome. They are, they are here and they have um, booths set up in Union Building. So afterwards, if you're interested in any kind of short-term, long-term uh, opportunities of voluntary service, um, feel free and please stop by their, their realms there. Also want to welcome um, a couple of guests who will be leading us in some singing and also worship. Jeremy Kemp and Neil Reeker. They um, currently work at Mennonite Mission Network. They will also be at one of the booths. Um, they are also former members of the band Thirstborn, and they will be leading us as well, uh, along with their cousin David, Reverend David. That's how I met David a couple years ago. In today's worship service, we will engage the Lenten theme of Into New Life. Lent is that time of year, 40 days prior to Easter, where the Christian community prepares itself for that most holy day of celebrating the resurrected, risen Jesus Christ on Easter. These 40 days in Lent help us to recall the 40 years that the Israelites wandered in the desert. It reminds us of the 40 days that Jesus spent in the desert facing temptations. And so these 40 days help us to engage our own desert realities. To help people prepare for Easter during this Lenten time, Goshen College, for the last number of years, um, has produced an online Lenten and Easter devotional series. This year, 35 students, faculty, and staff um, have all contributed to this Lenten series on the overall theme of Out of the Depths. Each week there is a sub-theme, and the sub-theme for this week is Into New Life. I invite you to reflect on this theme today in this chapel worship space as we sing songs, listen to the biblical story of the raising of Lazarus, and consider the reflections offered by student Nathan Graber of this passage and how he has grappled with this text and other things of life. To begin our time, I will light the lamp here, which reminds us again of God's very active presence in this chapel worship space on this Friday morning of March 7th. Let us pray. Creator God, the God of the deserts, the God who helps us and walks with us as we journey in life, as we prepare our hearts for whatever comes next. Move in this chapel space. Be with us in our singing, in the hearing of the words, and with Nathan as he shares. Amen. Well, it's nice to be here this morning, and uh, 
Neil and I are honored to have the Reverend, the good Reverend David up here to sing with us, or to, well, he's just going to play drum, but uh, maybe he'll sing too, I don't know, whatever you want to do. But I invite you to uh, turn to number 226 in your hymnal, and also stand if you're able to sing this song, it's You Are Salt for the Earth, and I'll go ahead and volunteer myself to sing the leader part, and you can join in where it says all. But let's, uh, let's raise our voices to God this morning. Salt for the earth, O oh people, salt for the kingdom of God. Share the flavor of life, O oh people, life in the kingdom of God. Bring forth the kingdom of mercy, bring forth the kingdom of peace, bring forth the kingdom of justice, bring forth the city of city of God. Shine so holy and bright, O people, shine for the kingdom of God. Bring forth the kingdom of mercy, bring forth the kingdom of peace, bring forth the kingdom of justice, bring forth the city of God. You are a seed of the word, O people, bring forth the kingdom and seeds of justice grow in the kingdom of God. Bring forth the kingdom of mercy. Bring forth the kingdom of peace. Bring forth the kingdom of justice. Bring forth the city of God. We are blessed and a pilgrim people kingdom of mercy bring forth the kingdom of peace bring forth the kingdom of justice bring forth the city of god bring forth the kingdom of mercy bring forth the kingdom of peace bring forth the kingdom of justice bring forth the city of god you to turn in number 54 of the Sing the Journey songbook. So go ahead and grab that one out. Sing Longing for Lies. Longing for light, we wait in darkness. Longing for truth, we turn to you. Make us your own, your holy people. Light for the to see Christ be our light, shine in our hearts, shine through the darkness. Christ be our light, shine in your church, gather today. Longing for peace, our world is troubled. Longing for hope, many To save us, make us your living voice. Christ be our light, shine in your hearts, 
shine through the darkness. Christ be our light, shine in your church, gather today. Longing for food, many are hungry. Longing for hope, many despair. Make us your bread broken for others, shared Till all are fed, Christ be our light, shine in our hearts, shine through the darkness. Christ be our light, shine in our church, gather today. Longing for shelter, many are homeless, longing for warmth. Many are cold. Make us your building, sheltering others. Walls made of living stone. Christ be our light. Shine in your church. Shine through the darkness. Christ be our light, shine in your church, gather today. Many the gifts, many the people, many the hearts that yearn to belong. Let us be servants to one another, making your kingdom come. Be our light, shine in our hearts, shine through the darkness. Christ, be our light, shine in your church, gather today. Shine in your church, gather today. You can be seated. We will be reading a paraphrase of John 11, 1 through 50. Now, a certain man named Lazarus was ill. Deathly ill. You're going to spoil the story. Anyway, Mary, the one who anointed Jesus with cologne. Perfume, you idiot. Whatever. And dried his feet with her hair. Now there's an image. The same woman and her sister Martha were siblings to Lazarus and friends of Jesus. The sister sent a message to Jesus, saying, He whom you love is ill. Jesus, that's me, said, Let's stick around this place for a few days longer. It's not like Lazarus is going to die or something. Lazarus died. Oh, bit of a bad call on my part, do you think? Maybe medicine isn't your field. Don't worry. Things will work out for God's glory. Let's go to Judea, you disciples. Rabbi, the church leaders there threw stones and yelled bad names at you. Yeah, let's at least wait until they're mature enough to talk out their differences. Look, A, they're 12 hours in a day. B, those who walk in the light of day don't stumble because they see the light. And C, those who walk at night stumble because they do not have the light in them. I'm with the last group. Yeah, me too. Lazarus is sleeping, and I'm going to wake him up. Is that a good idea? If he was sick, he'll need his rest. Lazarus is dead. I was using a metaphor. Here comes Martha. Try to pay attention. Jesus, 
Lazarus has been dead for four days. I wish pagers had been invented. Then we could have gotten you to come sooner. Your brother will rise again. Oh, sure, on the last day like everyone else. I am the resurrection and the life. Those who believe in me, even though they die, will live. And everyone who lives and believes in me will never die. Do you believe this? Yes, I believe that you are the Messiah. Did you get all that? I'm still working on the day and night thing a couple of pages back. Where's Lazarus laid? Come and see. Take away the stone. Is that really necessary? The smell would knock a buzzard off a garbage heap. <laughs> Didn't I say you'd see God's glory? Now, God, I pray to you so that everyone around may hear me. I know that you are always listening to me. Do this so that they might believe that you sent me. Lazarus, come out. And Lazarus came out of the tomb and said, mm, 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 Unbind him and let him go. Many believed in Jesus because of what he did. But others went to the Pharisees and told them. And the Pharisees said, We can't let people bring him back from the dead. He must be stopped. Let's kill Jesus before he starts another religion and the Romans come and destroy us all. Yes, let's kill him before the whole nation is destroyed. You never know where this Christ worship will lead. And so Jesus hid himself for a time. Until the time was ready for him to go to Jerusalem one last time. Christians in our society often find ourselves in the same place as Mary and Martha. We love Jesus. We try to be faithful to him. We've been anointing his feet since we were kids. But we have a brother who is sick, and we believe that Jesus can help. What do I mean by sick? Let's step back for a minute. You know, it's, it's hard for us to be completely fulfilled in our lives at any given time. Many of us students face the ugly prospect of getting a job we don't want just in the meantime when we leave this place. Others of us aren't sure that we're going to be fulfilled even if we find a job in the field we're chosen. Still others of us struggle with issues of anxiety and depression that make it difficult for us to be happy even when our lives are going well. But most of us are pretty lucky. Privileged, you might even say. Since we may well look forward to small paychecks and big responsibilities in the next few years, but we generally have enough of what we need, and we have a good enough support network if we don't. That's, that's the bulk of us. Now, if you're someone who comes from a family who's experienced not having enough, or if you've had a friend who struggles to have enough, then you understand the incredible drive and willpower that parents and others can demonstrate in order to provide for their families. I've seen single mothers work two full-time jobs. I've seen young men sell illegal drugs to pay for the prescription drugs their parents or siblings can't afford. I've seen mothers come to a foreign country, risking their lives and their freedom just to make a decent wage to send their children back home. Yes, those without enough do struggle, and society praises them for it. It's good to work hard for your family, for a good job. No, we're not going to create better jobs, reform immigration, or fix welfare, or any of that. Just, just keep on working. You'll get there. Just don't get sick. Surely there is a difference in the message of Jesus from the message of society. And there is one. While society says that it's always good not to be satisfied until you and your family have enough, the crucial difference, the Jesus difference, is to say that I will not be satisfied until everyone has enough. Enough of what? Maybe enough not to worry about food, shelter, and clothing, to afford to attend college, which many throughout the world don't have. Maybe enough health care to keep our loved ones safe and healthy, which millions of our neighbors don't have. Maybe enough assurance 
that our opinions will be judged on their merits and not immediately rejected like many of my female classmates don't have. Maybe enough personal safety to be able to walk in dark places alone, which women everywhere don't have. Maybe enough ability to speak naturally without being judged, which some of my black classmates don't have. Maybe enough community support and protection so as not to be afraid of police brutality, violence perpetrated by the ones supposed to keep us safe, which people of color everywhere don't have. Maybe enough community approval and support that when we enter into a lifelong relationship, a committed relationship, our community will be happy for us and throw us a party, which our GLBT friends don't have. There are lots of things people don't have enough of. As Christians in the world, we see these issues and we are not satisfied. We cry out like Mary and Martha, Lord, the one you love is sick. But Jesus didn't come right away. In fact, the man with a heart full of compassion for lepers, sinners, and prostitutes seemed to behave almost callously. He stayed where he was for two more days. Because we're not in the mind of God, we don't know why our sick loved ones and neighbors are not being healed. Wait, sick? Sick of not having enough. It even gets to the point where the suffering becomes almost unbearable or results in violence. Like Mary and Martha, we see children dying because their parents couldn't afford health care. We see civilians dying and women in war zones being violated. We see prisons that are three-fourths black and Latino and schools in black and Latino neighborhoods that are inadequate for producing anything but prisoners. We see lovers who happen to be the same gender being harassed and intimidated for having the audacity to want to be married. We see so much it's overwhelming and we don't know why it started and we've cried out to God and we don't know why it's still going on and on and on and we cry out, Lord, if you would have been here, my brother would not have died. If you would have been here, my sisters would not have died. That's not the end of the story. Jesus comes and he raises Lazarus from the dead. When Jesus tells Martha his plan, Martha says, I know, I know. He'll rise again in the resurrection on the last day. But that's not what Jesus is talking about. Jesus is talking about real-time, real-world liberation and resurrection. Jesus says, I am the resurrection and the life. Jesus is bringing us out of the depths into new life, into new hearts and new minds. And I think... He's still working for that right now. Jesus' message is one that's especially challenging to those in positions of privilege, which in some way or another most of us at Goshen College are. If you want to be cynical about the potential for privileged Christians to help with this resurrection, go ahead. But I ask you, are you satisfied knowing that your neighbors don't have enough health care, respect, and safety? Do you think that what's killing them is a sickness inside themselves? Maybe... Or maybe we privileged folks are sick too. Maybe here at Goshen we participate a little bit too much in that sickness. Maybe we defer too much to big donors with big dollars even though we denounce that type of thing in Washington. Maybe we just don't have enough black people on campus. Maybe we aren't as bold as we need to be in sticking up for our GLBT family who don't have enough. Maybe our cynicism is a part of our sickness, a defense mechanism that frees us from the responsibility to change. And it's going to be hard. In John, raising Lazarus from the dead is what eventually gets Jesus killed. Providing enough to our friends, neighbors, and fellow human beings 
is seen by the world as stirring up trouble. <laughs> Maybe I'm okay with that. Maybe I'm okay with being a troublemaker. If you're feeling me, and I hope you are, I hope God gives you the strength not to be cynical. I hope you'll look around for systems of privilege and people who don't have enough. And I hope you'll come with me and we'll stir up some trouble together. We'll go out and ask Jesus to bring us into new life, into new hearts, and into new minds. Thanks. Thank you for that challenge, Nathan. I invite you to sing this with us as, as you go out into new life. It's just kind of, a, kind of an invitation to God to, to use us as we go out as God needs. Bless our eyes, Jesus Christ. Open them to see your light. Help us see the ways you're working. Meet us where we are. Use us, Lord, as we go. Let us represent your love. Even though far from perfect use us as we are join in as you learn bless our ears help us hear cries of those in doubt and fear give us time to hear their stories let us be your ears us, Lord, as we go. Let us represent your love, even though we're far from perfect. Use us as we are. Bless our hands, Lord, above. May they carry out your love. May they reach to all our neighbors, reach to them in love. Use us, Lord, as we go. Let us represent your love, even us as we are. I invite you to pray with me. God, thank you for the, the challenge that Nathan has given us to go out and maybe cause a mess. But give us the strength to do that, Lord, to go out in the confidence that you are with us. Guide us as we do that, Lord. Give us opportunities. Show us where those opportunities are. 
and go with us throughout our day. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. You are all dismissed. Go in peace.